How's everybody doing? Fantastic. Good morning. What's up, everyone? This is Not So Live on Real Estate. Your host, Paul Pasolakis. We got Sal Kuzmano and special guest Joe and John Angel. How are you guys doing today? Excellent, Paul. How are you? Doing, Fantastic. Doing good, guys. Okay, so Joe and John are part of, part of Angel and Company family-owned business. Been around 40-plus years. They're in all 50 states. They specialize um, in small businesses, realtor, and mortgage professionals. I mean, you guys do a lot of... A lot of stuff. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your background real quick. Yeah. So the firm started 40 years ago. My dad started it. Um, I personally, this is Joe Angel speaking. Morning. Good morning. I personally have been doing it for about 15 years. CPA, my master's. As you said, we specialize in uh, small businesses and really the owners of those businesses planning them out, making sure that they're, they're planned out properly. That's awesome. What do you do, Joe? Uh, well, I'm John. John. This John. Is John. I know we get it a lot, John. Yeah, well, I get, I get solid. My middle name's song. John. Yeah. Shut up. It is. <laughs> Are you serious? I am, yeah. That's yeah. Italian. That's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. We just kind of throw all the J's out there. Well, John, what's yeah. up? Uh, but Joe basically finished it. Um, I've been, you know, full-time here for about five years now. Not as much experience as Joe, but uh, learned a lot, you know, following him and my dad. But, uh, you know, taxes is what we do. And awesome. saving you know, people money. It's what we do. So. And that's why and that's why I wanted to have you guys on the show today. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of tax reform talk. There's a lot of changes potentially to the uh, interest credit for mortgages. I think mm-hmm. that's relevant in our industry right now. For sure. Also, I think a lot of our listeners want to know, you know, what's going to change potentially, right? I know a lot of things are in flux, but what, what, like, what, how are we going to dig through all the minutia and kind of figure out what's really going on, right? Right. Yeah. So we'll go into that. Um, you guys will talk to us about that. We'll talk a little bit about some headlines. Millennial home buyers are, uh, are are renting less and are actually buying more now. Uh, construction jobs. We talked about that last week, but I kind of wanted to expound on that. Uh, and also, again, going into the tax credit, and we'll we'll, we'll dig into that some more. But guys, let, tell me a little bit about what's going on in our world right now as far as tax reform. The tax reform is where we just keep hearing a lot about that, right? Yeah, and as you said, it still is minutia, meaning nothing's in place. Right. Okay, it's been proposed. Um, I think, personally, it's going to pass. You do? Okay, I do. It's going to pass. It's mm-hmm. just what is going to be in that bill that's going to pass. The big thing that you know affects you guys here with mortgages in the real estate market uh, would be the mortgage interest deduction, yeah. the real estate tax deductions, yeah. um, the changes there. Uh, John, why don't you explain some of that? Yeah, so they're saying that you know, normally it's... Who's they, by the way? Uh, it's uh, just they. It would be you know. the government. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. government. Yeah. So it's the House, yeah. it's right. the Senate. You know, They're going back and forth, the, Republicans, Democrats. It's really a, a back and forth negotiation right now. You guys heard you know, a half a million dollar cap yeah, that's um, that's been going around, right? Like it's gonna be dropped to half a million from, from the million, from one point right? one. Well, a million, uh, and then you know a hundred for a, a HELOC, um, and they're dropping it down to five hundred of your loan balance, right? Um, but uh, it's it's. I just wrote an article last night saying that it, the the one million might still be in place. Yeah, so, so like uh, all this stuff is, uh, and Sal, you can kind of talk about this, but right now in today's world. You can write off up to a million dollars of your interest on your first mortgage that you pay. Well, not the interest the. The, the loan debt. balance, the, the debt, debt. The right? Debt. Mortgage interest on that debt up to one million, right? And then an extra one hundred thousand dollars, as John said, for the HELOC, right? So okay. if you bought a two million dollar house, but you have a million dollar mortgage on it, you can write that off. Whatever the interest mortgage that interest goes on it, right? Exactly. So and what, any other 
houses you have, vacation homes, yeah. you know, secondary, all that. Boats. You know, yeah. and that's a big thing oh, yeah. right now is they're saying just the primary residence on this mortgage interest. But again, oh. it's a negotiation right now. And me and John feel that they're going to keep that million dollar cap, the, the original one, in place. Yeah. And, and Sal, okay. I mean, you could talk on this, but like, there's a lot of backlash from our industry. Like, no, no, we don't want this because it's going to hurt the, the, the housing market, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. And uh, because as a, a, consumer looking to buy a house, right? You, there's benefits, right? There's benefits to buying a house. There's benefits to owning a house from tax implication and obviously a lot of other ways. But it's a common question. Hey, what what can I write off? Can I write off PMI? Can I write off taxes? This and that. So if those rules are changing, it, it affects that to a degree. And yeah, but dude, oh, can, can I just be honest with you guys? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, this of is course, a, Paul, absolutely. We, we like honesty. I appreciate yeah. that. The reality is, in my mind, I get it. It's going to affect us. We have to be knowledgeable about it. But we're not. It's not going to stop people from buying houses. No, like, you're not going to not buy a house because all of a sudden your tax deduction is going to be a little bit different. Well, people no, I understand that, and I mm-hmm. think that you know people weigh that in a little bit, but it will also affect the way that we look at tax returns, right? Sure. I mean, if you have a tax return and they're not writing things off or can't write things off anymore, mm-hmm. probably means they'll qualify, which is good for us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, those are there's certain addbacks that we can add back. There's certain things that we look at on a tax return that uh, could be changing. So everyone's got to be cognizant of what's going on. And, and that goes with the, the higher standard deduction. Like me personally, I, I itemize, you know, being married, I itemize now with the, the standard deduction goes up to 24000 I won't be itemizing. Right? No, so they just, won't see gonna, my mortgage interest. They won't see my donations. You're just going 24K. I'll just go 24K. Yep, so right. that's going to change things with that. How does that work? Can you talk to me about that? So, like, if you don't, so there's a difference, yeah. right? You can itemize everything, go through and sure. check check all the, the boxes, or you can just say what? I, I, I just, I'll I mean, take the standard deduction. That's so it. it's either, yeah. So if you're like mortgage interest, your property taxes, um, anything that you paid in income tax wise to the state, um, donations, unreimbursed business expenses, which a lot of this stuff could change. For 2018, so I'm just talking about 2017. Right. Um, a lot of those itemized deductions are leaving, but basically, it's the standard deduction or you itemize. So all those deductions I just what's the about, what's the benefit of itemizing over just doing the standard? Well, you it'd take be higher. You take the higher number. Currently, right now, 2017, the standard deduction for married filing jointly is twelve thousand seven hundred. Right. Okay. Single six thousand three fifty. Got the it. The proposals single would jump to twelve thousand two hundred. Okay. And married filing jointly would be twenty four thousand four hundred. It's a big so jump, right? When you're weighing itemized versus standard, all of a sudden, if you have a standard of twenty four thousand four hundred, it's going to be hard to itemize. Because right. because chances are you should just go for the standard, right? There well, you yeah, go. Why would you Why would you deduct less? Well, I, mean, right. I think it comes down. Yeah. Got it. I mean, it's circumstances of every. That almost tax sounds filing, good. Right? Well, yeah, it's, it, they're trying to simplify the tax code, right. right? So if less people are itemizing less forms, there there you go. There's a standard deduction in place. Move on to the next page. That's what they're trying to do. Interesting. So, yeah. That's good. But, I, like, for me, like, being on the outside, I'm like, that sounds great. Like, I would rather just to do the standard and, like, why not have to itemize anything. Do you see any drawbacks with that? Like, is that a bad thing? Um, well, it, it does. It, it limits. So well, like John was saying, you originally had unreimbursed employee expenses, yeah. state income taxes, other things that you could itemize Property and really get that number higher. higher right. right. So if they're trying to force you to standard, it does limit uh, the amount that you could deduct. Got it. Okay. Okay, That makes sense. But it doesn't really matter, though, if the person's standard deduction is higher than all their itemized. They're still going to save more tax. So it kind of changes like selling points on, hey, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? It's like. 
no, but it doesn't really matter because your standard deduction is most likely going right. to be higher. So well, it's and to a degree, right? Yeah. It's probably because a lot of people probably abuse oh, no. the itemization, go. right? Yeah. So it's like, all right, for sure, we'll figure out the happy medium for a standard deduction, and now all of a sudden these guys who are mm-hmm. like rolling the dice. Right, you know, yeah, and another big thing there on the deductions in your industry. So we talked about mortgage interest, right? Yeah. So the real estate taxes right now, you can deduct the uh, total amount of real estate taxes that you have. There's no limit. The proposal is for a ten thousand dollar limit on real estate taxes, and this goes for multiple homes. Where we said mortgage interest is just the primary, why is real estate taxes for multiple homes? It doesn't really add up, and that's where a lot of the negotiations yeah, are coming gonna, into play. They're going to have to fix something with that. It just doesn't really. Make it doesn't sense. even make sense, no. right? Like You're going to know hand, here yeah. probably by Thanksgiving. Uh, if it doesn't get done by Thanksgiving, then then they go and they go on their break. Right, the house, gone. And yeah. correct, and then you'll, you'll hear something in December. But you're going to know here soon officially what's going on. We personally, we think it's going to be the million dollar debt on mortgage interest, probably multiple homes to match up with the real estate taxes, multiple homes. They'll probably keep the cap in place of the $10,000 real estate tax deduction. Don't you think so, John? Yeah, I would say so. And, and I haven't, <coughs> excuse me, haven't seen anything about PMI. Um, I, I haven't heard about anything that. about that yeah, either. So right? I'm not yeah. sure. But that, yeah. that gets phased out after 100, 100 grand anyway. So. so for 90% of people out there, this doesn't affect them, though, right? I mean, most people don't have a million dollars. No, I think it affects that. everyone. That, that, well, well you more a, than you just, think. Just yeah. these these nuances, right? With the property taxes, a lot of people spend over $10,000. I mean, if you live taxes. in Gross Point, right, right. your taxes mm-hmm. are $18,000 a year potentially, mm-hmm. depending on what kind of house you have. Right? Here's yeah. the thing, and as that Paul said, okay, does this really change someone's mind on buying a house or no. refinancing? Probably no, not. not. And so, yeah, they took away some of these deductions, but these, they've also lowered the tax bracket. So overall, what you heard from our president, there are going to be some significant tax cuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah, you're losing some things, but you're gaining some other business deductions. You're gaining uh, different tax brackets, as, as I said. I saw the tax brackets, and I, and I kind of did the math. So let's say you make like $150,000 a year, right? How much do you really save? Wasn't it like 2% or something like that that I, I did the math on? I don't know. You guys tell me on that. Yeah. Uh, John's got the exact brackets in front of him, but it's minimal. And some of the lower tax people, the lower tax brackets actually are paying a little more. Mm-hmm. It's really the middle class that has some savings. And then where Trump, our president, originally uh, was really shooting for the million-dollar business owner and some significant tax breaks there. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. They're, look, yeah. they're still at a 39.6%. Yeah. the one know. that's going to hurt people is they're, they're taking away personal exemptions. So the higher standard, you know, every person in your family you get an exemption for. Right. They're taking those away. So the people with, like, six kids, um, they're going to feel it a little bit because they get all those exemptions. But the child tax credit is going to be higher. Um, you can actually get a tax credit for dependents that aren't children. Um, which was never in the past, so that kind of you know. I'm super interested to see how this shakes Listen, out. I it's mean, really, really cool, and we ran some numbers on our client database because this is what we you did. do. We did okay. So our database, roughly 75 percent of our database, will save taxes with this proposal. Oh, get out which of is, here! Yeah, okay. which is interesting. And you guys have a pretty big book. I mean, we're not talking like a hundred, two hundred people. We're talking about a lot of people. Yeah. So that's a good. That's a good model. So our yeah. listeners know this is when they're filing their taxes in 2019, correct? Correct. For year two, the tax year. So it's not this coming tax nope. year, it's the following. So correct. Yeah. correct. It's gonna be super interesting. Guys, thank you for imparting that knowledge on us. I mean, we're gonna it'll be an ongoing conversation. Sure. Um, I do want to get into some of these other topics. I mean, we we definitely already talked about the tax proposal for mortgage interest. Real quick, um, 
I actually wanted to go back and ask you guys one more question. Can you write off closing costs when you do a, when you do a mortgage? Um, it depends. So personally, the closing costs, no. You got you you can get the you know the mortgage interest. Yeah. Points sometimes you know if there's points on there. Yeah. Those those are a write off. You can yeah. amortize those over points. thirty yeah. years or whatever. If it is, it's right? a refi, if they're not, if it's if it's a new mortgage, those points can get de- deducted immediately. Got it. It sounds um, like you guys know a lot of stuff about taxes. I, look, I mean, a well, little it's, bit. It's, it's yeah. what we do, and as I, I've been doing it for fifteen years. My brother John, five years. Our dad has taught us well. Yeah. Um, I met so, the family. Yeah. Great family. Yeah, I don't we're know fun. How, I mean, do you want to come work with us? No, it's not that fun. It can be very dysfunctional <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah, we gotta just get a camera in there. And I mean, God some bless you guys. Show. You guys are a funny bunch, man. Yeah. It's awesome. See some emails. But back on those closing costs, that's like personally when you're filing your personal. Now, obviously, um, if you're in the business of investing in homes or rentals yeah. or anything like that, all that stuff can be written off. Just, okay. Yeah, but it. you also need to take a look too for your tax guy on the closing costs. You know, sometimes there's property taxes being paid there, some mortgage interest being paid there on, you know, at the closing. And take a look, sometimes the the, the mortgage interest statement that you get at the end of the year doesn't show the per all, diem interest. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, give it to your tax guy and take a look because there could be some property tax down there that you miss out on. You're, you're like Rain Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, you just yeah. went, you just he went just off. Went to, I liked that. Yeah. I was watching him too. It was, was very good. impressive. Right. Was like, yeah. Yeah. We've, Wapner. We've, Wapner. <laughs> definitely Wapner. The thing that, that, that cracks me up about people well, John. With, yeah. with personal tax returns is like, oh, I'm going to do it myself on TurboTax, you know, cost them 80 bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, you pay a tax guy. Who knows what they're doing? One hundred and fifty bucks, two hundred dollars. Who could save you thousands? Sure, it's right. just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I used to be the turbo. We're not one hundred fifty, two hundred. Though, please don't sell us to those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, no, but we. I'm our, just our, saying, our, in general, yeah. a professional for sure. No, no there's a big yeah, difference, there's man. A difference. There's a big yeah. difference. No, but our yeah. fees are reasonable. I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, four thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it comes down to your time too, as a professional. Do you want to go spend a whole day trying to figure out the tax code when you could be earning money in your industry? No, you got to charge you on it. Yeah, it comes to point. Your life, right. so I wouldn't want like uh, you know my uh, my car salesman to perform surgery on me, right? Right, right. I, I'm not the guy to do my own. Ta- I have been, and I got audited, and I, got, I had to pay a bunch of money, so <laughs> no, I'm not doing that right. again. Yeah. Right. All you right. Must have been getting real aggressive there, Paul. <laughs> I, like to see uh, that I just tax did, I, I forgot. I omitted some income, so they, they got me. Sure you yeah. did. That's real quick. I know you're moving on, but one other thing yeah. that affects you guys currently right now. So you sell your primary residence. Yeah. You know the capital gain on that is excluded up to a half a million dollars. Correct. Okay. But you have to live in it two out of five years. Correct. They're changing that in the proposal to living in it five out of eight years. And oh, that's some big. of the gain um, will be phased out if you're single and you earn over $250,000 AGI or married over a half a million dollars AGI, you, you have to actually pay that capital gain. That's so a big change. It, it's a big change. It is a big big change, but they'll still like prorate it. So let's say you did stay in it only for two years, you'll still get a $100,000 exclusion. You know, you'll get 40%. So it's 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 two out of five. So if you hit five, then you get all up to $250,000 of the gain excluded or $500,000 of the gain excluded if you're married. Um, so it's basically just making it not as easy to just get this huge, huge so capital gain. basically, exclusion. if you're selling your home, before you sell it and, you know, put that money into to something sure. else, talk to your tax guy so yep. you know what you're looking at. Yeah, exactly. Or if you've only lived there two years, do you sell here in 2017? 
knowing that in 2018 yeah. that you have to five out of eight and you're looking at a big capital gain? A lot of or people, do you yeah. stay in there and refinance with you two young gentlemen? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, there's Thanks some... Thanks for the plug. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's five <laughs> out of eight, right, and you've mm-hmm. been there three years, if you were there all three years, does that count? Or you have to be well, yeah, there that's for... that's what John You'll get saying. 60%. Gotcha. Yeah. It's prorated. So it's still pretty... It's still... I mean, I don't... You know, I all the texts that. I do, I don't see these people having these huge gains on their, on their homes no. when they sell, you know. So... I never see someone like go well, over the five hundred thousand or go over the two hundred fifty. That's a, I mean that's a lot. That's a lot to yeah, really yeah. make yeah. off a, a home. And then there's stuff you can do with the cost basis of the house too mm-hmm. to help out with the with the gains. Um, you know, so it doesn't look like it's as big of a capital gain. We saw it a lot a couple years ago. You know, when people bought in '09 or 2010 really low and then earned all this money as the market came up. But now that that's tough to make that in a Slow couple down, years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. All right, boys. Thank you so much. That was that was yeah. really good. But I want you guys to sit down on these other two topics because uh, I think you guys have good knowledge in the industry. Um, what's happening right now? Realtor.com came out with an uh, an article that says millennial home buyers send a chill through rental markets. Basically, what they're saying is that, and I I don't know if you guys see this because you guys are probably dealing with a lot of this and, and just seeing on the taxes that like more millennials are buying over renting. Right. So like Sal, like in your mind, I know a lot of our clients right now are first time home buyers, right? right. They're, they're millennials. And a lot of them are, are debating whether, you know, they should rent. And then again, with all these benefits that we're talking about, about owning a home, tax write offs, all the other stuff. A lot of times it makes a lot more sense to own your own home. Right. Well, right. And I think that the millennial group in general is going they're They're hitting that that point. Right. Between 25, 30, where it's time to buy a home. Right. As opposed to maybe, you know, different generations. They were married, kids, all by 23, 24, you know, which is just not the case now. No, I it's mean, a little different nowadays. You would yeah. Say. So yeah. I think as this generation. <laughs> In a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> Our generation's a little different. Yeah. You have yeah. Tinder. Wait <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I know, right? Sal knows about that. Yeah. So. yeah. No, no. <laughs> Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. Sal, look. you're right in the face. Yeah, what yeah, happened yeah, there? Crazy. I don't know. We, uh, uh, we try. I think so, Paul's just jealous that he kind of. Came in, the, you know. Yeah. I didn't have Tinder. Tinder. Exactly. I, well, I, I mean, Tinder. we didn't have. I mean, you're Paul, not a millennial. No, I'm, but I think yeah, it's I'm a generation that we didn't have Tinder. No. I think if my brother, thank God, we yeah. didn't have Tinder. It would be da- dangerous. Yeah. I think. I don't yeah, think that. it's a healthy thing. Tinder's not a healthy thing. No, I want to know what the next generation is going to be like. They might never buy. I mean, they might just not make it. They're not going to leave their parents' basement. Virtual reality might not make it. Um, but with that being said, yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> a little, it's off, little off topic there, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I digress. we hit a tangent. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think that, you know, it's that time where, you know, those those 25 to 35 are really they're in a position because I also feel like people in our generation aren't earning as much between that that 20 and 25. They're starting to hit their stride later in life sure. because um, for whatever reason, you know, mm-hmm. student debt, things of student that sort, which crazy. That's a big, now is that's crazy a big as one, opposed yeah. to then, and things are just more expensive now. You well, I mean, look, car. Sal, you're, you're in this yeah. boat. You're running right now. Running right now, thinking about buying. Right. It makes sense, sure. depending why, where you want why, to live. Why? Why does it make sense? Why? Well, it's just because it's cheaper monthly, right? So I could go and I could run an apartment, and it could be $1,500 a month, right? Just for me, a little one-bedroom apartment. Where, um, where are you renting for $1,500? Anywhere. Well, I mean, it's I just know. expensive. If you want to live somewhere comparable. Well, Sal likes nice things. Nice He's in things. the penthouse, yeah. Royal Oak. I mean, this thing's incredible. about like yeah. a $600 dump, right? No, no, penthouse. no. no. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, man, jeez. Christ. We digress um, again. But so, you're, yeah, you're <laughs> saying that overall yeah. you'd save if you bought, right? Maybe? Possibly. Then, no. And a part of that, you know, and... You have to look at where you're buying the market and what's the potential for that house to keep its value or go up. And there's a lot of different areas right now around here that I think 
you could make a good investment, but ultimately it, it comes down to, I think, a necessity if you want to buy, right? If I want to have a garage and I want to have a barbecue in the backyard, I should buy, sure. right? If I don't really want all those attachments and I just want to live in a condo, mm-hmm. right? If it's a good buy on the condo, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. And if not, maybe I just rent and mm-hmm. just figure it out. I mean, I think it comes down to each individual's uh, wants and needs. And I think that as a millennial to this point, right, I, I think that they're, the whole generation is starting to hit that point where it's more of a need as opposed to a want or, you know, a non-commitment thing. And that's another thing real quick. I don't mean to, you know, butt in. Are but, you a you know, millennial, by the way? When you, that? What, how old are you? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm 29. Yeah. You're twi- yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, what do they say? Yeah. Exten- extennial? We're kind of no, like in yeah, between. That, no, 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 that's what we that's, are. So it's from 77 to 83, right, gotcha. me and Paul yep. were extennials. Which is. <laughs> I thought you were just Generation X. No, 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 no. We're in between. We're tweeners, bro. Yeah, so we kind of got the best of both worlds. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're savvy with technology, yep. but we got that old school work uh, ethic. You ask me a lot of <laughs> questions about your phone and stuff that like you should know. I don't think you're savvy with technology. Well, 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 Sometimes I'm testing you. You have to understand we're wise. We're wise. I'm testing you. I wouldn't be shy. You're a yeah, we get it. It's okay. You're, you're, I'm you're living life. Yeah. Let me, I mean, some of them are just, uh, they're wacky. You're like they're an old Mars. soul. You're an <laughs> old soul, yeah. right? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but what I was saying with the, with, the mor- with, with the new tax bill, you know, a lot of people think, you know, they want to write off that mortgage interest, like, you know, millennials, stuff like that. So if you're single owning a home, um, you can itemize pretty easily with the current tax laws. Now, with that standard deduction bumped up so much, Maybe people aren't rushing to own that home because that mortgage interest isn't written off for millennials. But again, I don't even know if they're thinking about they're that. Not they, I don't, they still have their, their uncle still you know, doing their taxes. No, you, you know? don't. Yeah. They have no yeah. idea. They're like, oh, I get a credit. Right. Like they buy yeah. a house and like, yeah. oh, I mean, okay, I did it because I had a pool. But like right. other than that, like I, I had no idea. People yeah. buy more or less, you know, out of necessity, which kind of contradicts what I said earlier about people thinking about that. But I think you guys are right. You know, it's always been a back burner selling point. Oh, good, now I can write right. off this mortgage right. interest. It's like a, but they're buying a house because they're having kids, because they want that yeah. barbecue, because they want a pool. Yeah, it was icing on the cake, right? It was like, oh, awesome. I get this extra part. I mean, it's it's coming down to me. Do I want a garage or not? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. I mean, but I'm (laughs) like thinking about a little deeper, but it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, I like a lot of things about not owning a home. Right. I mean, it's nice. You're just not good with commitment. If you buy that new Mercedes, you're going to want to park it in a garage. But again, I'm right now, I'm on that millennial Tinder mindset where it's like next, 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 yeah. next, yeah. what's swiping, next, what's swiping. next, as opposed to like, he swipes yeah. right Here's always. What it is. <laughs> well, he's a numbers guy. Yeah, yeah. he's like, does he even on. look? Well, yeah. he doesn't even it look. It is a does numbers he? game. His ball. muscle structure just doesn't allow him to go left. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's oh, <laughs> good stuff. We're all, we're all good friends here, guys. Yeah. Just, just everybody does. All right, next topic. We got about three more minutes, so we're, we're going to get What do you out mean, here. three more minutes? That's it? It's over? Oh, yeah, it's quick, man. man it's wow. all over, man. Yeah, it goes, man, comes and goes. Fast, yeah. <laughs> um, it all happened too quick. <laughs> What's new? All right, so construction job openings in September, National Association of Home Builders are basically saying that uh, more and more construction jobs are opening. There's a, actually a shortage of labor right now across the country. I think we're seeing more and more of this and just basically because you know there's there's a shortage of homes more people more people are building homes like i want to get electrical work done i can't find an electrician because i all want to go do the big jobs and they don't want to fix my little electrical problem right so i think um this part of the sector of our economy is growing it's good i think but like back in the day like if you're like a journeyman or electrician or a carpenter like it wasn't really good for you but now you know you're kind of seeing that sector grow quite a bit there's a lot of opportunity for people in the trades right now um, like if you want to get into that, I mean, you could end up owning your own company with five guys under you in a matter sure. of, you know, five, 10 years and set yourself up for life. But 
you have to start with that mentality that that's what you want to do. A lot of people, I feel like, you know, a lot of people went to college, looked down on that the past 15 years. I don't want to swing a hammer. Well, I, I want to like use a, my brain. Uh, well, I'm a, I think it's kind of like a millennial trait, you know. Well, they're, they're thinking they think their brain is boom, better. Let's go to, yeah. And it's just not. But we need those traits. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. And you're yeah, going to see, too, real quick on the new tax code as well, with the business credits and deductions out there. It's the, helping the out big the small businesses. Is they is want really these businesses here in the United States, and they're saying that there's going to be a problem with manpower to fill these these jobs. Yeah. They're, they're really trying to push the jobs here back in this country. Yeah, which is good. I sure. mean, I mean, there's nothing better. Look, jobs in our country solves everything. If people are employed and making money, we will have no problems. It's just not going to happen. If we don't have jobs and people can't afford the mortgages and all of a sudden they... Did you just take a picture of someone? Are you, are you Snapchatting? Okay, there, John? This, John, are you millennials, Paul, we can't even I do can't, a... I can't even talk to Social media, right? I'm just getting yeah. all connected we're, and we're, blah, blah, blah. Do, yeah. <laughs> texting? You know? They're like, yeah. hey, how are you? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was actually on Tinder. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Man. just so everybody knows, uh, uh, John just picked up his phone randomly and started taking Snapchats. Yeah, no, social media and stay connected. You know, you know, it's just what we do, right? The call, millennials. Call thing. someone. Yeah. Multitasking. <laughs> well, I, don't, I wouldn't call during the show. Now, that's just rude. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I honestly believe, guys. I think in our in our market, in our world, and everything that we do, one of the reasons, and I think people are always thinking about what happened in two thousand and eight uh, because of an echo effect, uh, and there everybody's a little gun shy. But look, I think our economy is really strong. I think yeah. we're doing really well right now. I think things are going very. Market, uh, stock market keeps hitting highs, you know. which is by, by the way, are, are, is that going to get corrected? I mean, is it is it overbought? I'm saying that if this tax reform came out with a bunch of negatives, then yeah, you're going to see a pullback. But guess what? It, there's a lot of wins in this tax yeah, I reform. Like so, I, said, I mean, I mean who knows? Back. But I mean, 2018 looks flush again. In my I know, opinion. I know, yeah. I know. Well, but it, I just a general I consensus it. of your whole book is that 75 percent of people benefit from it. There you right. go. I mean, there you go. So if people are pretty saving good. money in their pocket, paying less taxes, where should that money go? Economy. Back into the economy, back into the markets, buying some real estate. Yeah, you know, and that's right. the whole idea of the the cut, guys. That's our show. Thank you. Thank, thanks. Thanks yeah. the whole financial. Appreciate it. How did it feel, guys? I had a great time. Yeah, it felt great, yeah. guys. Really tell people the how they can get a hold of you if they need it. If they need some tax advice, um, yeah. give us a call at our office two four eight six four nine eighty seven twenty. Ask for Joe or John Junior. Or email us uh, Joe at angelcompany.com or John Frank at angelcompany.com. Check out our website online and, and hit us up. We can uh, save you guys money. Yeah, Angel with two L's. Yeah, Angel two with two L's. L's. Yes. Two you L's. can Snapchat, Tinder. You guys have a Tinder profile add for the company? S- add me on Snapchat. John does. It's very, very inappropriate. Angels from the sky <laughs> just Jesus. dwelling down. I yeah. love it. Guys, yeah. I love you both. Ceramic Thank you, guys. Everywhere. This yeah, is not so live on Real Estate. Have a good day, everyone. Thanks, Bye-bye.